The Weekly Driver Podcast gets support from AmericanMuscle.com, your late model Mustang and F-150 authority, bringing you the hottest products and top-notch customer service for over a decade. No one makes it easier to modify your ride. Visit AmericanMuscle.com today for your chance to win a 2018 Mustang RTR Spec 3. Welcome back to the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. My co-host is Bruce Aldrich, as always. This week, we're going to talk about two very popular and polarizing individuals in the automotive world, Elon Musk, the founder and owner of Tesla Motors, and Danica Patrick, a race car driver who has decided after next year's Daytona 500 and Indianapolis 500 that she's going to retire. Both of those individuals are very prominent in their respective worlds, and we're going to talk about um, what they have going on and, and our thoughts about those people who uh, have major fan clubs and probably an equal amount of detractors in their world. So w welcome, Bruce. How are you? Good, James. Good to talk. Uh, let's, should we talk about Danica first? You, you bet. Let's go ahead. I, I know that you and your wife follow um, race cars, uh, sports, motorsports, all different kinds of motorsports, much more than I do. But, of course, I know of her. So what do you think about her announcing her retirement in general? And we, I think that there's a, a clip that we've both seen, and, and it, was, it got a lot of attention. So give me your thoughts on her announcing her retirement and, and why she chose to do so now. Well, I think I, I don't mind her leaving. Um, she really didn't get results. Uh, is she a bad driver? No. Everybody at that level is a good driver. However... Uh, the results aren't there. She had 190 career starts in NASCAR, and that's a pretty good time. She's not a beginner anymore. And, well, this year she finished 28th in the points. In fact, last weekend she crashed out again. She's got a, a lot of crashes under her belt. Why that is, who knows. This time, uh, this most recent one was uh, apparently a cut tire, and it put her into the wall. Ultimately, the car caught on fire, and she had to bail out of it. So that was her last race, except the two next year. You know, the thing about Danica is, is she, she brought a lot of attention to the sport, and she did have some success. I mean, she, she, was the, uh, uh, she won an Indianapolis. She won a, an Indy race in Japan uh, maybe a decade or so ago now. She won a lot of other events, but as you also said, she... There were some events where she just didn't have that skill level in the last, let's say, five or six years. She didn't have, I don't know, maybe a top ten or two uh, along the way, maybe not even that. But uh, in terms of her popularity, obviously she's very attractive. She brought a lot of attention to the sport, and so I, we can't hold that against her. She she marketed herself very well. She has a lot of outside interest. She uh, probably brought people into that sport and watched it uh, that uh, – may not have been there before she brought sponsored dollars to the sport that's for sure that's and, how she got in there and so what do you think about uh next year she's announced that she's going to do the daytona 500 and the indy 500 but we're not quite sure nor has it been announced what sponsors are going to be supporting her in those of her, her two last races of her career well it's still unknown at this point uh she got into nascar racing she brought on board uh GoDaddy tech firm out of Silicon Valley? Yes, mm -hmm. that's correct. And then, um, so that was really good up to 2016, I think was her last year with uh, GoDaddy. So then she had a year this last year with just other odd sponsors. So her, kind of her sponsorship dried up, so they didn't renew her contract. So she has to move on. So next year, uh, she, Daytona comes first, 
and she'll have she'll have the current sponsor that she has for that race. But it's Indy that we that seems to be the unknown. How is she going to compete in Indy, and for for what sponsors? We don't we don't know. Yeah, I don't think we know a sponsor even or a, uh, a what uh, manufacturer or what uh, racing team in the uh, NASCAR, mm-hmm. and we certainly don't know in Indy. Although there's rumored to be uh, Chip Ganassi in Indy cars. Okay, so. There's another part of Danica we haven't touched on. I, I mentioned that she's obviously very attractive. And if you follow motorsports, um, there have been other women in the sports, no one as prominent as she's been. And they've been, some have had other success. But when, when Danica does something controversial or she shows her emotion, um, there are people who might say, well, you know, it's Danica Patrick and she's a bitch and she always, ha- always has been. But if it's a guy and he goes, gets out of his car and he charges another driver or he gets emotional, nobody says that. So let's talk about her. her the, the polarizing part of her is, is that she's probably the most uh, successful uh, and attractive and outspoken person in the sport, and she's leaving. But ha- did that affect other drivers, do you think? Did it, if, did, was there a negative part to the sport when she became so prominent? I think there was. Uh... Here she comes in, a female, and basically what's always been a man's sport, and uh, she comes in with a big high-powered sponsor and a ride, and that probably misplaced somebody else. Yes. Somebody else didn't get the ride uh, who might have more talent, but she brought in dollars. She brought in dollars with her, with her sexuality, and so I guess that there was some, you know, it must have been some resentment, and, and maybe, maybe, I don't know, I don't follow the sport, maybe you've heard, I wonder if the other drivers are saying, well, geez, thank goodness she's leaving. Now we, now we get back to the sport and other guys are going to get a chance or the, the dollars will be spread more evenly. Any thoughts on that? Well, I have a, a friend uh, who's got a, what they call a hard card. In other words, he's a, a guy that's behind the scenes there at NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the, the talk is, was always was she was never a good driver. And they never really liked her. Okay. Back in the shops, you know. Now so we, who knows? Who knows? Well, we all, we all, uh, many people, and I think I saw the YouTube uh, video uh, a couple of times. It's got a vast amount of, of uh, views so far. And when she announced her retirement last week, she got very emotional and she cried. And so we're gonna, we're gonna listen to, to part of that. And to me, I had, I had mixed thoughts. I mean, if, if in my occupation or your occupation, maybe you have a retirement party, maybe you. Uh, you know, have a beer with a friend or your wife throws you a party and you have a retirement party and everybody pats you on the back and brings you a gift and, and so forth. But she's been involved in the sport a very long time, but she got very, very emotional. But and yet she's got her, her whole future is lined up. As they say, her future's ahead of her. She's talked about being an analyst on television. She's got a new book out about, she's a phenomenal cook and has these recipes in the book. He, she practices yoga. She's got all probably a bunch of different offers. So to me, the, the her, her announcement seemed a little bit disingenuous. What are your thoughts? I, I didn't catch that, but uh, let's listen to the tape. Okay. So this will be my last uh, season as a full-time driver. My sister told me I was supposed to get emotional. <laughs> I said I wouldn't. But anyway. (sighs) 
But I'm grateful for all the opportunities. Um, I'm thankful for uh, Dale and Kelly and Bob Parsons from GoDaddy for getting me into NASCAR. Um, thank you uh, to Tony and Jean. <sighs> okay, so we listened to that clip, and I have to, you know, be honest. I, I've been a sports writer for 40 years now, and I'm a little bit cynical, and I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon, but I've heard a lot of these speeches where people retire, and, and um, maybe there's, maybe I can learn a little bit of lesson. I mean, she's obviously passionate about what she did, and she put her whole life into it, and uh, and I'm not going to take it away from her, but the other side of me says, you're a pretty fortunate human being, and, you know, why are you crying, and you got a whole other chapter or two or three or four in your life, and um, just be thankful for your last two rides and go for it. And to me, I had a hard time thinking that it was sincere. Well, I don't know. I thought it was sincere, but I, I just had a hard time listening to it. Just These are my heroes out here. These are the jet jock, jet jockeys. You know, these mm -hmm. guys are invincible. They're, they're courageous and they're fearless. And, and then to hear this, um, I don't know, it troubled me a little. Okay, all right. Initially, anyhow. But then again, look who was crying, who won the championship last weekend, too, uh, Truex Jr. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was crying. He was crying, okay. Well, I guess that's true. That's a point well made. Now, looking forward to next year, um, if she does these two races, when she does these two races, if all things, if it goes according to plan, what do you think the buildup is going to be of this? People are... I think people who have never watched a motorsports event will be watching and, and looking at this end of a long career, and um, she's one of a kind, and she's done some great things. I think it's going to attract a lot of people into that race. And then a short while later, um, Indy, which is you know equally popular, maybe, I don't know, and it's going to bring a whole other set of people because it's going to be your last race. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what the, the spectacle or the – or you know the the pomp and circumstance, if you will, of that, those last two events. I think it's going to be huge. I think that's going to be the whole buildup. That's the whole new sponsor. Somebody got together with some teams and and created this idea. Hey, how about she runs the two biggest races, one in NASCAR and the yes. and the other one in IndyCar, and see how she does. And we'll market her. And oh my goodness, there's going to be a lot of commercials and whatnot. I hope she does well. Yeah, I know that they always say Super Bowl. If people pay a million dollars for thirty seconds. And so I think at those two events, which have vast sponsorships, I bet you there's going to be some major bucks for that 30-second commercial you're going to buy that's going to show, you know, at the, before the race, during the race, after the race. It's going to be quite a, a marketing field day, I think, for, for those uh, two outfits. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, another person in the automotive industry who, you know, is equally prominent and uh, also controversial is, is Elon Musk. And uh, Elon Musk, of course, is the it's Palo Alto-based uh, Tesla Motors, and he has the Tesla, and it's done phenomenally well in in a limited way with being the first electric supercar, and um, I think one or two publications uh, called it the safest car ever made. But also, it's also a polarizing thing, and and you know he hasn't um, lived up to some of the promises that he's made. Uh, with his uh, Model 3, that the 35000 or so-called $35,000 car. Last week, he made this really grandiose announcement of the next generation of the Roadster. But that came as a surprise because while he was really there was to, to announce 
his uh, electric uh, truck. And so he made these big announcements while Elon also has, I believe, between 450000 and 500000 deposits of $1,000 each for a car that he's promised for quite a while now and has never it has never materialized. Yes, so, yeah, the Model 3. The Model 3. So, Bruce, you, you obviously heard about that announcement. You followed it. You know, what are your thoughts in general about Tesla and then the thoughts about where he's going with his company and all these things he's got promises for that, that may never come to pass? Well, he has a lot of irons in the fire, that's for sure. He's got you know, electric trucks now. He's got a tunneling company. He's got SpaceX, solar energy. He's, he's really uh, trying to be a, the battery production guy of the world. Um, so he makes all these. He's a visionary, that's for sure. He's got these big ideas. Um, I don't know. The Model 3, it, that's a black eye to me. Mm -hmm. he, he keeps promising and promising, and, and he hasn't produced so far. Um, I was just looking at his website. They, now he's talking. They don't have a date still, but they're talking about the Model 3 rolling out real soon. And guess what? The price isn't going to be 35000 It's going to be 49000 These are going to be the loaded cars with the big battery and everything else. And anyway, that's 49000 not thirty-five. Yeah, that's, that's quite something. Um, do you think early on that he thought, thought his, his obviously a visionary and smart and has a, a vast amount of money to spend, but do you think that he saw the Tesla... Uh, to change the automotive industry because of its performance or to change the automotive industry in terms of being an electric car and he has environmental concerns and, and the, the small footprint and all that. Do you think he saw it in both ways or do you think he was short-sighted and then when the, only the elites could buy the Tesla, they thought, well, gee, I'm not going to really change the environment too much if only 5,000 people are buying this car. Do you, thought he, do you think he thought about it in both ways or he just didn't think it through well enough and somebody finally pointed it out to him? I don't know. This guy's got so much money, he doesn't have to do things that make sense, which is kind of cool. As long as he's spending <laughs> his own money, yes. do what you want to do. But when he starts taking it in the, in the form of deposits uh, and making these promises, that's where I find him a little troubling. If he Let him go spend his own money. If he wants to dig a, a new uh, underground next to the 405 freeway in L.A., hey, Go for it, but don't start. Don't. I hope that he doesn't get municipality money involved in that. That's right. I remember a couple of years ago. I hadn't thought about this for a while, but he he talked about his the uh, the Tesla um, EV stations and having it uh, be across the country, which hasn't also hasn't materialized. But he made this promise that he was going to take his. I think I believe he has five sons, and he was going to take all of his sons and himself in the big Tesla, and they were going to go across country and they were going to plan it out and they were going to do a you know, video casting and, and a blog and images and talk to people along the way. And they were going to show that they could, you could take a Tesla across the country with his proprietary charging stations. That never occurred either, as far as I know. And, but they made a big production out of it, and it just kind of faded into the... He, he loves the, the media spotlight, and he knows how to control the media. He, he gives them little tidbits here and there, and these wild claims and these ideas that you know, they're all okay ideas, and yes. go ahead, spend your own money, but don't ask for other people's. That's right. So, if you do the math with, let's just say for round numbers, you had $500,000, $500,000, $1,000 deposits, that's $500 million. I'm not, I'm not a math guy, I'm not, I am a little bit of a math guy, but not at those numbers, and, and I'm not a banker or a finance, financial guy, but where does that money go? If you have $500 million in the bank, 
is it is it generating five percent interest is it gone to some other project is it how does how does that big financing work like that and is it is it I, I'm pretty sure it's legal, but it doesn't look ethical to me. What you know? What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. He's you know he's into solar energy, and that's not really been panning out um, as far as making money anyway. Mm-hmm. People are buying solar panels, but mm-hmm. I don't know that they're getting ahead of the utility companies. And uh, you know, SpaceX. He's he wants to colonize Mars, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Okay, I'm not quite sure when, but I'm not uh, signing up for that. That's one. a little out there uh, I think a lot of these things are a little out there he's trying hard you know the the Model S you know I don't know how many are sold way less than he thought yeah he, he was up in the you know thousands and thousands and there's not that many out there no. mostly in California that's right and you, and we talked earlier about this so you we went to the LA Auto Show last year when they introduced the, the Chevy Bolt which was going to be a modestly priced um electric vehicle with a 238 240 mile range which I thought at that point this is this is going to change the whole landscape I thought it was going to be just take off I haven't really heard if it has or not but you were saying that because Musk makes these big announcements that maybe it's a detriment to the other countries I would companies think. yeah because I think yeah he made that announcement and, and started taking deposits well before he was ready to go with his but she, uh, GM was getting close to getting theirs finished so that was his plan and it worked I think it probably worked very well yeah people with the thousand dollar deposits are still waiting they right could, we're saying bolt by the way with a B not, yes not the volt not but the, the volt thank the, you the pure electric volt bolt <laughs> yeah we, there we almost go. did it again yeah um, and we saw that car by the way and just as a, an aside I if I was in the market for a car, that would be uh, one that I would look at in terms of environmental uh, issues, uh, being able to drive the car from, let's say, Sacramento to Lake Tahoe and back if it got 238 miles on a charge. That, that, that's a car that could change the industry. You, have, you get rebates from the feds. You get rebates from California. You get to go in the HOV lanes. It's the real deal. Right. And it's, anybody it's, can afford it. It's kind of what uh, Musk has promised, but I've seen one on the road. Is that so, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's going over too well. And I, I also think you can make a comparison uh, between Elon Musk and the guy that I've written about quite a bit and talked about, and Paul Elio, who has his three-wheel vehicle called the Elio that has never come to fruition either. It's not the same car. It's not a high-performance car, but he had claimed you know 100 miles, uh, top top end 100 miles an hour, uh, 84 miles to the gallon, uh, $6,800 starting price point, and he changed that to 7,400. He promised 1,500 jobs in Louisiana. He promised, promised, promised. We've both seen several prototypes, and that car has never happened either. He has about 65,000 people who have made a deposit between $100 and $1,000. Those are non-refundable deposits, so that money is is gone, as opposed to Musk, who has claimed that you could get your $1,000 back. But they're two, two, in some ways, they're both kind of guys who just... I don't know if they're just irresponsible or if I don't, I don't think the Elio is ever going to happen. Obviously, Elon Musk has made successful cars that have changed the industry. But I'm comparing them because they're guys who just say this is what's going to happen and people give them money on, on, with the hopes that it might happen. It, it almost seems like it's almost a religion and these people buy into these, these dreams. You know, it's, everybody has a dream, right? I guess, right. you know, so that's, that's fine. And he's the Pied Piper. He's extracting dollars from people. Yeah, we watched we watched a little video of, of Musk when he makes his announcement. People in the audience were 
just as you said, he was a guru. He was a Pied Piper. He's a, uh, you know, a guy that there was a movie that came out a little while ago about um, following people around with a camera on you, and, and the it, it was it was the thing that took after Microsoft or the other companies or Google, and and how you become part of a cult. And just by that thirty second clip we watched, it looked like a cult, and he was on stage, and the master's going to speak, and. It just looked like... The, the, Every time he opens his mouth for any words, it's clapping and cheering. Yes. Well, let's listen to a piece. Okay, great. That's 0 and 60. It'll be, it'll be the fastest to 100 miles an hour. 4.2 seconds to 100 miles an hour. You're faster, faster than that jet over there. Okay. Um... It'll do the quarter mile in 8.9 seconds. This will be the first time that any car has broken nine seconds. Any production car has broken nine seconds in a quarter mile. Okay. These are these are all these are all world records. Okay. This is what we're achieving in the prototype. I wouldn't say what the actual top speed is, but it's above 250 miles an hour. The, the range, this is going to have a 200 kilowatt hour battery pack. Do you think that as some other people have pointed out from some of the really prominent uh, automotive sites, um, you know, there are several, but I, I read of two or three stories that people said that he made this announcement basically as a diversion from all the other things he's got going on in, in, in Tesla with, you know, personnel problems, with cars not being built, um, with maybe his other companies. So he's smart enough to realize if I make this big stink about these things that I'm going to make, that people will kind of forget that I got all this other stuff going on that, that has not come to fruition at all. Well, there's that. It's a distraction. You know, yes. heck, if a guy can make a car run 8.9 in the quarter mile, which half of these techies in that audience don't even know what that is anyway, probably. <laughs> right. But uh, if he can make those claims and he, he's going to do that, then obviously he can make a, a electric car, like he says, the Model 3 for 35000 Just give the guy a little time. He's got, <laughs> he's got a lot of things to do. He's yes. got a full plate yes. here, you know, but he can do it easy because look, what look what he can do. That's right. Look what that's and then also he had the audacity, in my opinion, it's audacity to say, um, when I build this car in 2020, and if you want to be one of the first 1,000 people to have this car, it's not going to cost you 200,000. It's going to cost you 250,000, and the money's got to be upfront before you, when you put your order in. So to me, this is just one more level of this guy with obviously a huge ego. Obviously, he has changed the automotive industry, but. I think that part of it was the one that I said, oh, I, I can't believe any of this. To me, this is just a Pied Piper, as you said earlier, or just a guy selling elixir. I, I don't believe any of it now. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he should be on, like, Kickstarter or GoFundMe site with, mm. his, with this video and asking people to pony up cash. You know, I wouldn't ask for 250000 No, no. I, You know, this would be what people would... would do two, three, four, five thousand dollars all day long. Right. I'll bet you there's enough disciples of Elon Musk out there. But this two fifty, ooh, he's got to have a lot of rich friends. He's got to have a lot of rich friends. Well, that's great. It was, it was great to have uh, Bruce talk about two people in the automotive industry that that are very different, but in some some ways similar. With uh, 
ego and prominence and uh, success on some level. So thanks for joining us on the Weekly Driver uh, podcast. Don't forget to visit my website, theweeklydriver.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The Weekly Driver podcast receives support from americantrucks.com, your late model Silverado, Sierra, Ram, and F-150 online aftermarket retailer, bringing you all of the hottest parts from accessories to lift kits, from wheels to tires and winches. americantrucks.com has the knowledge and know-how to make your wildest dreams come to reality. Visit americantrucks.com for your chance to win $17,760 in upgrades for your truck.